what uh, what's up, everybody? Uh, you know what? Let's um, uh, yeah, let's go. Everything was just falling into place. So, I'm here with Josh and Kev. Um, we were supposed to have a few other guests tonight, but unfortunately, due to the circumstances, it's going to be just us three. Uh, we're still going to talk about some of the stuff that we were going to talk about with the other guests. But uh, first of all, guys, um, how, how are we coping with everything? I think all three of us are now working from home. Josh, you were able to move your stuff into your house. So how's that working for you? Yeah, it's uh, interesting. I pretty much just packed up my office uh my desk and just like brought everything to the house and now i have like a mini office set up in my office because i'm not using my computer that i use for recording i'm using my laptop from work so it's like it's a little command station so it looks just like it does when i'm at work so if i you know don't look past the monitor it's like nothing's changed are you finding it uh easy difficult whatever to like focus on work while you're at home um, I'm about as productive as I am at work. So, you know, not really, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> lots of tweets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it's fine. I mean, it's for what I do for a living. It's not a big deal personally. Yeah. Kev, how about you? Today was your first day working from home and you guys like never work from home, right? Yeah. I mean, there's just a lot of difficulty around it. I mean, a, it's, it's a government, you know, lab. So that's already, makes things more difficult with the bureaucracy of everything but yeah and we, we have like some contractors that can't really work from home so to make like a top-down statement saying everyone works from home well some people can't do that and then you have other people literally you know their job is to monitor and do experiments on particle colliders and you can't really do that from home either so it's kind of this they ended up saying, okay, we want to reduce the footprint as much as possible. So if you can work from home, you have to work from home, which I think was a good decision. Um, I think it maybe took a bit too long, but, but we're here now. And uh, yeah, it's, it's working out fine. You said particle collider. And all I could think of was like, do you work for like the Kingpin from Spider-Man Far From Home? Because that's all <laughs> I could picture. I don't think so. <laughs> Can't tell you for sure, but I don't think so. For a second, I, like, I couldn't remember what Kevin does for a living. So I'm like, he like controls the weather or something like that, right? He works for some sure. like government shadow shadow organization or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I control okay. the weather. I, I, like I was say, Josh, I honestly like he's my brother. I still have no idea what you, I know. You work at some <laughs> research facility for the government, but beyond that, I'm like you do something with satellites. I don't know. Kev, would you care? Would you care to share with everybody your classified job title that uh, you know all of the secrets that you do for our government? Uh, I'll just say my t- I'm 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 in the geoinformatics engineering group uh, at at oh yeah at, at Oak Ridge. <laughs> Um, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm in a national security sciences directorate. Uh, so there is some stuff that we do that's like, I don't, I don't have a security clearance. All that stuff is above me, but we're, we're interacting with stuff like that. But it, it deals with a lot of like geographic data and, and data modeling and, um, data like analysis and building analytic tools and things like that. My boy's wicked smart. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like them apples? <laughs> yeah, how do you like them apples? 
Oh, man. Um, well, guys, I'm glad that you guys are sort of, you know, self-quarantined, and it sounds like everybody is going to be sort of self-quarantining here for a little bit. And uh, obviously the USL season is shut down, um, you know, at least for the next few weeks. There's talk of the CDC recommending, I think they said 80 days, but I don't trust me for anything about this. Go and actually look it up for yourself. Um, Kev, that was one thing that I thought Klopp did a really good job of. There was a video circulating and people were like, what do you think of the coronavirus? He's like, why are you asking me? Like, well, I, yeah. I'm no better than you. Um, and then I also saw this morning that I guess John Oliver did his special from like some secret studio and he gave everybody 30 seconds to just be angry about it. And he ranted about how they should just give Liverpool the title because they're 25 yeah. points ahead. I saw that That was too. the worst ever. I, I didn't know he was a <laughs> Liverpool fan. Then it got to that point in that video. I'm like watching it. I had no clue. I was just like, oh, cool. He did it like a coronavirus episode. And so I'm watching it. And then something like gets to that point. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> got to stop watching John Oliver now. Great. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think he's. I think he's. His his family's from Liverpool. I mean, he could. That could still make him an Everton fan, I guess. But yeah, that's that's. <laughs> Why do you say that? Like it's not possible. Like, yeah, <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> um, but yeah, so we have no idea when uh, when the USL will be back in what capacity. I don't think. Guys, correct me if you know differently. I don't think they've officially canceled the U.S. Open Cup yet. I know there was talk of it, maybe. I, I'm pretty sure it is. Like, I, I think it's unofficial official at this point. I don't think they've actually made the statement, but as far as I'm aware. But yeah, it's like USL definitely dropped out of it. Like, yeah. all USL teams are not going to participate in it. And after that, it's like, mm, I don't know. Like, right. I don't really see anyone else doing it either. So, yeah. Um, we had up until about an hour ago, Kenny Forbes was going to join us on the show. But because the club has officially halted all operations, which even earlier today, uh, Steve said he ran into Mark Forrest at Trader Joe's and was talking to him about practice and stuff. And uh, but should have recorded it. That could have been. <laughs> that would have been great audio. Um, yeah, whip out his phone at Trader Joe's. Uh, that we should do a segment like that, like going shopping with Mark Forrest and just like us walking through Trader Joe's. Anyway, um, should we? <laughs> Maybe I don't know. What else are we gonna do for the next few weeks? Um, the the Hounds director of communications, Tony, he he reached out and apologized, but uh, there was a lot of back and forth. They were practicing every day, and basically after some of the decrees that came down, literally today, they basically said we got to shut everything down. We can't even train anymore for the next two weeks at least. So, um, no Kenny Forbes on the show. The one thing that we did want to talk to him about that was pretty exciting um, was the Hounds officially released their other two kits. So, we had seen the the gold with the stripes, and we had talked about it, the hoops that they don't go all the way around. Um, guys, there are two other kits, and one of them, Kenny actually helped design. And that's what we wanted to talk to him about was, like, give us the details how all this went down. So, we will have Kenny on when we get back to the other side of this, but... I thought it was really cool that Kenny designed the black kits. The black kits are like some. I'm I'm literally. I was so excited. I wore the black kit because Kenny was going to be on the show, but I got it. I'm wearing it. It's awesome. What are your guys' That's thoughts great. on the black kit? I love it. It's it's probably one of the better kits they've had in a couple of years. I think so at least. Um, it looks really good. Uh, it it just doesn't look cookie cutter like some of the other ones. I'm like I'm sure it it, it isn't you know completely original where you saw the select from like all the different mix and match options on Adidas's website. But still, I thought it looked really great. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the black. Kev, what do you think? No, I think I think they're cool too. Um, I think, I, I, I like the fact that, 
I think black is the right choice, obviously. Um, and then, yeah, it's, it's different enough where it stands out, looks cool. I mean, yeah, I, it's, I, if I'm being completely honest, I still kind of like the yellow home ones because they're just a bit more iconic of the, you know, it's the, it's the Hounds jersey unmistakably, but yeah, no, the, as far as the second jersey goes, it's, it's about as good as it can get. Yeah. The third jersey is basically solid white with the three Adidas stripes just on, like, I don't know what you call it, your clavicle? Like, it doesn't actually roll from the shoulder down the sleeve. It goes from, like, the collar to the shoulder and stops, um, which is interesting. I, I I tend to like jerseys that are sort of solid like that because they feel clean. They're, they feel kind of iconic. But for whatever reason, um, when I'm ranking the three, I still think the black one is best. And the white one might be my least favorite, which is weird. But, yeah. If you guys had to rank them, which one what what order would you put them in, Josh? Um black, yellow, white. Yeah. Kev? Yellow, black, white. I'm gonna go black, yellow, white as well. So Kevin, you lose. Um <laughs> Is that how that works? That's how it works. <laughs> okay. So so yeah, so we're really interested to hear you know, what hand Kenny had played in sort of the design of these kits and we will obviously talk to him uh, he and i had exchanged some texts seems like a really great guy which we all know um so we're looking forward to talking to him whenever like i said we go on the other side of this thing the other guest that we were going to have on was uh was the soccer goose that some of you may know from twitter he's always out there tweeting about soccer he covers charlotte independence and he actually tried out for the team you know how most usl teams have open tryouts he actually paid to go and try out. I don't think he even played in high school. So like this was purely from a like, let me get in there and, you know, learn about the process and just sort of have a really cool story to tell. And uh, and he wrote up his story preseason. It was a great story. Wanted to pick his brain about that. Wanted to pick his brain about the independence in general and sort of how maybe some of those guys are coping with, you know, not having games. They already played one game, but get a sense of, you know, what to expect because we would have played them this past weekend if we weren't off. But, uh, but with everything going on, um, Ben wasn't able to join us this evening, unfortunately, at the last minute as well. So that sort of leaves us where we're at. Um, one of the things that we introduced late last week when it came down that all of the games would be postponed was this idea of uh, what we called Mon Movie, which one of the, the difficult things about this whole virus is the fact that we're all sort of secluded in our homes by ourselves and... and you don't have that sense of community at all. So we said, well, what if instead of watching a Hounds game, because there is no Hounds game, what if we picked a soccer movie and all of us sat down and watched it at the exact same time so you know you're not watching this by yourself? And then if you want to jump on Twitter and be part of the conversation about the movie, you could do that. So you can jump in, you can use the hashtag ModMovie. Um, and this past week, we had uh, a bunch of people submit different soccer movies. And really, the, the requirements were very loose. It was just like, if it has something to do with soccer at all even though there's just like a scene um and we got the suggestion from piper's pub called the van and so um i think yeah so the van was uh was interesting josh what did you think of the van yeah it was uh very little to do with soccer i was uh at first not even sure there was any soccer in it until we finally got to the scene and uh then at the pub watching uh the world cup i forget what year world cup it was do you guys remember at all? It was, it was in the like, late 80s. Late okay. 80s, early 90s. I, I think it was 90. Was yeah, it, 90, it was like early 92? 90s. 92. Yeah, that's right. Um, and so, yeah, I, it was a 
fun movie at first, but then it kind of just kind of petered out in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I thought if, if, you know, more of the movie was just them driving around in the, uh, in the food. So I guess we should give like a high level synopsis for people who missed it. This apparently was the third part in a trilogy, which I didn't realize until we started watching it. And I don't think we really needed the first two parts to get the gist of the third part. Although Riley did look it up and apparently like the other movies in, in the sequel or or trio or whatever i can't think of words right now had a much higher rating on like rotten tomatoes or whatever so maybe Mm. this was like the dud i don't know interesting so basically it's about two guys who are sort of down on their luck lose their job what's their names mike because i thought that was hilarious um i know uh, one's name's bimbo yeah that was just really unfortunate right like yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's the name of the food truck bimbo's burgers Burgers. yeah Yeah. bimbo and was the other one larry uh yeah larry larry Bimo and Larry. Um, what a name. Yeah. What, Larry? <laughs> Are you excited about Larry? No, Bimbo. I mean, <laughs> that's just funny, right? Yeah. 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 Um, so these guys lose their jobs, and they decide that they're going to essentially make a food truck. And the idea is after everybody goes to the pub and gets wasted, they park their food truck outside the pub, and they sell fish and chips and burgers, and it just hijinks ensue. Um, and the, well, I guess spoiler alert, maybe by the (laughs) end of the, don't worry about it, but by the end of the movie, (laughs) they, you know, the bimbo and Larry sort of get tired of working with each other and they decide to destroy the, the food truck by driving it into the bay, but they only get it up to like knee height. And then when the tide goes out, it's just like sitting there on the shore, like completely dry. (laughs) The game so, destroy the van right yeah, exactly um anyway so my thoughts i think i would have really enjoyed it if it was like 45 minutes of them just being in the food truck like selling food and i i made the joke like oh is this like the the irish version of chef um but really i think that's what chef got right was just much more time in the van selling food and it was like funny and enjoyable um can i ask this I mean, once they drive the food truck into the bay, aren't they just back at square one? Like, they're both unemployed. They don't have a job. Yeah. And they just, like, <laughs> killed their only source of employment. Yep. But they learned a lot on the way. Did or they, something. though? No, <laughs> yeah, they learned that health inspectors uh, yeah. actually give a crap about, you know, health. And uh, that they can't just throw anything on the floor and pick it back up and put it in people's mouths. That's yeah. what they learned. Have you guys ever worked on something like a food truck before? No. I I may have done something once at like a like a, a, a like a pierogi stand or like I I'm no I don't know oh um, no 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 you're right I know what you're talking about there was a there was a in Penn Hills they had a unity and community day yeah and the mentoring partnership had a table and our grandma was there making halushki and pierogies yeah. and we had to work at that one I completely forgot about that yeah um, I mean it wasn't like you know it was it wasn't super intense shoving it out for you know. It wasn't high schoolers throwing batteries at us and we're trying no. to like hide duck for no, there was none of that. <laughs> um, we have up here, I think I've talked about it before on the show, the scouts have basically a food truck during Fort Ligonier days that is here. And it's actually a ton of fun. Like you you don't have a lot of space to work. You only do like two or three things, but like time flies and you're just cranking stuff out and talking to people and it's a good time. So I appreciated that that side of things. Um, the QC Royals which is the supporters group from the Charlotte Independence, who we invited to watch with us. Uh, they said they give it two out of seven soccer balls. 
It's a nice ending. This is really just a documentary for millennials on how not to operate a food truck business <laughs> in Ireland. So that got me thinking. Um, we should have like a rating for this. Like they gave it two out of seven soccer balls. Why it's out of seven, I don't know. Um, why not? Yeah, why not? So we should, considering this is something that we're going to be doing pretty much every week, uh, you know, until the season comes back and we don't have to do this anymore. Um, we need a rating system. So what do we think? Should we do like soccer balls? Should we do? I, I, th- I think whatever it is, it needs to be kind of ridiculously arbitrary. So like the fact that they kind of pick seven, like I like the track they're going down, <laughs> but I even want to push it even further to make it even more arbitrary and ridiculous. So like out of 13 lilies? Sure. 13, <laughs> 13 screaming lilies. That's what it'll be. So out of 13 screaming lilies, how many would you give the van? A third of a bouquet. (laughs) I'll give it three Canardos Forbes and a Duba. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's three or four screaming lilies for me. I mean, it's... It was... I I appreciated, like, the fact that, I don't know, for, for my entire life, mostly, it's just a bunch of American accents and American movie scenarios, and this was, like, fully, you know irish and and that's kind of interesting um but but yeah and you know it it kind of was fun it it almost was like the directors were like hey the world cup's happening and let's just i want to make something around that but they just kind of stopped at you know a scene of where people were watching it in a bar and that was pretty much it because they really feel like they shoehorned that in i don't know it was it was fun yeah uh I was surprised. Well, first of all, I felt like there were times that I could have used subtitles. Like I totally just <laughs> missed it because the, the accents were so thick. Um, I was shocked at one point my wife started laughing. I was like, are you, it, I realized she was watching the movie with me and I was like, Oh, okay. And then, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of swearing in the movie. And at one point the seven year old just walked into the room and caught a few <laughs> F bombs and his eyes just got really big. And I was like, just like, go get a shower. Like, you don't need to see this. It's fine. It's, it's normal over there. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Um, you don't really hear Irish like accents a lot. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's, it's, I, I don't know for me at least, like I, I watch a lot of BBC and that kind of stuff and especially British or even like train spotting movies like that, which is Scottish but hearing irish isn't something you, i hear a lot so it was kind of cool to you know see that slice of life because i don't really get to see that slice very yeah. often for sure um so now we're going to try to do you know another movie this upcoming saturday i think the plan will be we'll try to do them saturdays at 7 p.m um moving forward like i said until the season starts and that could be in a few weeks that could be in a few months we don't know but this is just a fun thing that you know again you could sort of sit down share pictures of you know whatever it is that you're snacking on um but it's a it's a communal thing so we can all get together and do something you know other people are doing the same thing you are josh you made the comment i think you guys started like four minutes late and you said how much it felt like watching a game on ESPN Plus. And I totally got that because I think Laura, Ellen, and Justin were like 30 seconds ahead of me. So they would tweet something. And I'm like, wait, that didn't happen yet. And then like 30 <laughs> seconds later, you'd see it. So it was very much like watching a game. Um, Four minutes is a lot. Believe it or not, like yeah. watching, especially when you're trying to live tweet it. Because I'm like, what is she talking about? Like, I, I forget who said something about John Wayne. I'm like, John yes. Wayne? John? Why would there be a John Wayne reference in this movie? And then like four minutes later, I see in the background. A, the a, poster? A picture, yeah, a poster yeah. of John Wayne. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> 
it's like getting Easter eggs in real time. Yeah. Where, like, you know something's coming, but you don't know where. Um, so, so, yeah, we tried. It, it wasn't a bad experiment, though. I mean, because, like, even if it's, like, even if we pick a very sub- I don't want to crap on the movie too much, uh, but if you want to pick on a bad movie, it's so fun to collectively watch bad movies. Oh yeah, together, right. Like so, that's, yeah, for sure. It's Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's essentially it's yeah. fun. So we talked about. Did you, did you guys notice? I, I, there was the the hashtag Mon movies. I don't. I, I I clicked on it and I was scrolling through and I I was seeing a bunch of posts from like random people I had no idea it was and I started clicking on their profiles like wow these people have like 10,000 like followers like holy crap like they're watching Mon movies with us and what I just and then I saw the tweets for like 2012 or something like that apparently something else was happening in 2012 around Mon movies hashtag I didn't know what it was yeah but... that was the first time we did Mon movies yeah, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> don't you remember that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back when we were much bigger and had much that's more right. interest yeah exactly yeah that's right <laughs> the um, button a podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so yeah sorry you made me lose my train of thought there um <laughs> but yeah so we're just gonna keep doing this because i think it's just a fun social experiment and even if it's just us oh that's what i was gonna say josh you mentioned mystery science theater um we had briefly talked about the idea of potentially like having the mongols crew watch a movie and give our thoughts like audibly in real time and then put that as audio commentary for a movie and then releasing that movie so everybody could watch it and like hear our thoughts but we realized we'd run into all sorts of like trademark and copyright crap and so we said let's not do that um (laughs) but that could be an option a audio track only and people could push play on that audio track right when they push play on the movie it, it would sync up yeah. that's how riff tracks does it which are the guy some of the guys that used to do mystery science theater 3000 mm. i mean look we have no idea how long this is going to go on we might get to next week and be like you know what let's try it and we might try it so um and again if anybody has any ideas for things to like do or talk about to keep the the steel army pumped and get everybody going because you know after a while we're all going to go about stir crazy so anything we could do to sort of give people some levity and uh and try to get us together even though we can't physically be together feel free to share the ideas because we're we're open for pretty much anything um guys this week's movie which like i said we're gonna invite our our friends from louisville to join us to watch it uh we got three options and what we're gonna do is we're gonna put it out on twitter and we're gonna let people vote but we got a lot of feedback and we got we got a whole list of movies that we can eventually go through but we want to we want to try to narrow it down and uh, and let you guys pick the next one so um, we talked about doing Green Street Hooligans, which I'm really excited to see. Josh, you said you really enjoyed that one. It's fun. I mean, it's not like a fantastic movie, but it's definitely, I would say it's better than the van as far as quality goes. But it's it's also not a lot about soccer. It's more about the hooliganism around soccer back in the day. So mm-hmm. it's, it's you know, not a lot of soccer is in it. It's more about the, the gangs. Okay. So that's one option. I still would really like to watch Victory, which was the other recommendation from Pipers. And if you go and you Google the trailer for Victory, it's basically Sylvester Stallone and Pele playing soccer against Nazis, which, like, you, how do you go wrong with that? Um, so if we can make that happen, we're going to try to make that one happen. And then the third option is going to be a Bend It Like Beckham, which we also got a lot of requests for. So those will be our three options. Originally, we said, you know, let's try to only pick movies that are available for free on, like, I shouldn't say free, that are available on, like, Netflix, Amazon Prime, or YouTube, so that people aren't put out by that. But then we realized very quickly that the actual 
you know options that we have for soccer movies end up being like hallmark level romance movies that have something to do with a soccer player and we're like well that's not really fun so let us know what you think like i said we will tweet out that those options go out and vote and help us pick which movie we want to watch and like i said we'll invite the louisville fans to join us and uh if you jump on twitter it'll be hashtag mon movie and uh you can join the conversation with all of us in there tweeting pictures and thoughts and we had a lot of fun this past week even though you know the van i won't say it was a terrible movie i'm glad that i watched it because it's not something i would normally watch and I think that would probably be the case for really any of these three that we're throwing out here as well. So just something different. Um, so guys, that was Mon Movie. Kev, you wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the women's team situation? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just I thought this was something that it's, it's big news in American soccer, and I feel like now is a, quite a good time to talk about it. Especially, oh, I mean, it's, I think it's always a good time to talk about important things like this. Um, especially when we're leading with, you know, what did we think of the van? Um, but uh, so, yeah, the news around it is that so for a while now, the women's national team uh, started legal battles with the U.S. Soccer Federation around women's uh, gender discrimination and, and equal pay lawsuits. Um, and recently, uh, Carlos uh, Cordero, um, the president of the U.S. Soccer Federation, pretty much okayed um legal filings uh that was in their defense is their defense um that was the basic message was indisputable science proved that players in the women's world cup uh winning team were inferior to men Um, in those documents the federation lawyers had argued that it required more skill and responsibility to play for the men's team than the women's equivalent um, and so this was there. Yeah. So to, to sum that up, these are quotes taken from a, a New York Times article written by Kevin Draper and Andrew Das. Um, but the, the, the basic message was, yeah, the women aren't as good as men. And that's why they deserve to get paid less. And the president of the U.S. Soccer Federation okayed those legal filings, um, pretty much agreeing to them. He has since resigned after um, <laughs> after after that. Uh, in his statement, he he argued that he he didn't have the opportunity to fully review the filing in its entirety before it was submitted, and he takes full responsibility for for not doing so. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's number uh, various numbers of of women on the women's national te- national team has already made public statements about this, um, saying you know the blatant misogyny and sexism around this argument is is just you know ridiculous, obviously. Um, so, yeah, I just kind of wanted to talk about that, where the U.S. Soccer Federation's main defense, I, I doubt it will end up being this, but at least was initially that, uh, yeah, women aren't as skillful uh, and, and as men, and that's why they, d- they don't deserve to be paid nearly as much after, you know, the women just won the World Cup. So that's, that's the, be- it's the basic story of it. Um, I don't know if you guys have any immediate reactions to this. I mean, obviously, it's BS, and uh, I got a feeling it probably wasn't just him that should have lost his job. Um, the, the whole board's been a mess for a while. It, you know, just just look at pretty much anything doing with U.S. soccer right now, and it just makes you just shake your head and be like, "Why is it so bad?" And um, wouldn't it be surprised if more people are going to leave, or if he maybe just was the sacrificial lamb for the rest of the board. And they're like, no, look, we, we did something. We did it, you know, please don't make any of us other people leave, but we'll see. 
having yeah. some some cat problems over there, Josh. Yeah, sorry, my cat <laughs> wants to jump up on my desk so bad right now, and I'm just like, stop it. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, I I don't really have anything else to say. I mean, the the fact that. You know, the news came down the way that it did and that that was their actual legal argument. I mean, in this day and age, it just, you almost do a double take. Like, what? Like, who who thinks that's a good idea? I mean, we have that a lot um, in, in, and we're not going to get into it. We have that a lot in points of authority and it's just, it's mind boggling. It's like, what, what planet are you living on? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm glad he's out. It'll be interesting to sort of see what the next phase of this is and how it goes from here, but... I can't remember. I, I, I know this is generally a, a problem in in soccer national teams um, across the world, right? I'm, I'm fairly sure that across the board, almost almost every you know women's national team gets paid significantly less to their male counterparts in their in their country. I, I seem to recall... I, did Australia make motions to, to level... The, the pay scale for both men and women for soccer. I can't, I, something popped up on my radar once and I just can't remember who it was, or maybe it was no one, or maybe they just started the legal battle um, as well with the US, but. No, I vaguely remember, I can't remember what country it was, but you're right. There was some country that said moving forward, we're paying the men and women the same amount. Yeah. Um, Which is just like, they're, sure. yeah, they're professional athletes devoting their entire lives and time and it, like to their craft. And it's their like, well being. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like the yeah they absolutely deserve to be paid the same. It's yeah it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I guess the 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 resolution to that, like you said, Kev, is El Presidente is out, um, and uh, we'll sort of see what happens from here. To be um, honest, I mean, with all the public attention that it got now, I I I'd be kind of I don't know. I'm 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 not staying close to legal battles in in sporting court but i'd be kind of surprised now if if the u.s women's team legal defense doesn't win now with all the public attention around a comment like this with with that being their kind of first swing at, at their legal defense um it's that's a steep mountain to climb i mean it was a steep mountain to climb anyway but but now with with as public as this has gotten and with that being your your argument, I mean, geez, I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know the timeline for it. I'm I'm sure we can keep we can keep an eye on it and, and keep kind of briefly talking about it once once more news hits. But um, I was just kind of yeah, I, like both of you already said, I was just kind of shocked that like that's your, that's your public legal defense. <laughs> like I'm not I, I'm not surprised if conversations like that happen behind closed doors. But the fact that that's your public legal defense is just shocking and the fact that they didn't think that there would be fallout like people would like ignore it i guess is what they figured would happen like oh no one will be paying attention it's fine just say whatever you want to say to get you know the case thrown out or to win whatever you're trying to win it's like no you know we we live in a world of social media and of you know people actually being engaged in women's soccer uh it's going to be a big deal in america so you know just it seems like an outdated not only way of thinking but also just an outdated as far as sexism but also just as in the the media that we live in it's like yeah you're not gonna be able to get away with that yeah yep gotcha um yeah fully agree so yeah we will keep an eye on what's going i mean there's clearly not a lot of other sports stuff going on right now so um so yeah 
I'll, guys, I'll, I'll ask the obvious question. I mean, do you guys think it was the right decision to suspend uh, the league? I I think I yes. I mean, I think it was the most responsible decision. Uh, you know, you sort of look at <laughs> the thing we're battling out here in Westmoreland County is a lot of people are like, oh, it's nothing. Like we're perfectly fine and we feel fine and like. You know, doctors and nurses and and firefighters are still fight are, are still working, and so like everyone should just keep working. And I'm just like, you're totally missing the point. Like, you may be fine, but we need to have a much more altruistic approach. Of we're not doing this for us. We're doing this for the people who would not be fine if we kept doing our thing and we just happen to pass it on to them. So I think from that standpoint, you know, as much as I was looking forward to being shoulder to shoulder with everybody this or this upcoming weekend um, at Highmark Stadium, considering that, you know, one of us could have it and could pass it on to somebody who just couldn't handle it, then yeah, I think it stinks, but it was definitely the, the right thing to do. And it ended up being, you know, it doesn't really matter if the league decided it or not because the state decided it and the federal yeah. government has decided it. Like now it's, a, you know, we're not allowed to have any, I think, what is it, over 50 people? Yep. Like any, yeah. uh, group gathering over 50 is like just is a hard no now by the government so it wouldn't have mattered anyway uh it would have happened this week if not last week so yeah it's not really even an issue that the league isn't in their hands at all so we'll Mm. see how long that ban lasts and if it gets extended more and more uh as it develops yeah kev are you okay with the decision oh of course yeah i mean like yeah it's I, i i think we're almost lucky that the league starts when it does because it's it's kind of an easy thing to just like all right let's just wait you know whereas a lot of other not only leagues but sports say it we know what you want to say oh no i'm not even getting there i'm saying i'm like i'm talking about like nba i'm obviously european soccer but um no i mean european soccer has a whole host of other problems like with the euros that were supposed to happen in the summer and now that looks like it's going to be delayed until 2021 just so every you know league in in their own country can finish their own like that's tough when you when you when you play over two-thirds of your season you have to stop that's just a bit more of a headache to deal with whereas you know the usl is like yeah no problem um you know I, i don't follow the nba i imagine they're kind of almost through this st- i don't know when it starts i have no idea um both of you are looking up in the air <laughs> like, like are, you tra- are you trying yeah. to calculate something mike like you know I was, like yes <laughs> i was doing i was doing you know advanced calculus to try to figure out when um, the nba season so ends. no obviously although it would be kind of fun to see let's play like coronavirus soccer where all the players have to stay like away from each other six feet like that'd be kind of interesting, right? <laughs> did you see? Did you see there was some guy in Europe that made like a like a hoop skirt yeah. that's like three feet out on each side so he that's could walk around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I think I think what's going to be very interesting, and you know, we don't want to dwell on this because we know this is like the news everywhere, but is to see a how quickly we come out of this and b what things look like when we do come out of this. Cause I feel like this has the potential to sort of shape culture in a way similar to how nine 11 sort of shaped culture and how people sort of think about certain things, what those things may be, who knows, but the fact that everybody is sort of quarantined and working from home and, and, and doing things that are completely out of the norm. 
um, sort of makes you think what sort of positives could come out of this um, and what sort of things are we going to learn about each other that come out of this. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. If nothing else, it feels like a terrible social experiment, but yet here we <laughs> yeah. are. So, it, yeah, yeah, it does. Do you guys, do you guys have any uh, tips on how to survive the indoor quarantines? Are you doing anything fun, anything out of the ordinary, anything special to, to keep your mind off of things? House projects are, you know, looking pretty good right now. Uh, if I'm stuck at home anyway, I might as well start making my house better. So whether that be like yard work coming up here, it's supposed to get warm. So I'm looking forward to actually getting outside and like there's a tree that's, you know, down in my backyard that I haven't cut up yet. So I'm going to cut up that tree. Uh, nice. How are you going to do that with like, like, like an axe? A chainsaw. Oh, wow. I mean, I have a saw, like a regular saw, a hand saw, but it's 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 a pretty large tree. Well, not large, large, but it's a good enough sized tree where I'm not trying to chop that thing up by hand. I'm, I'm using it. Put chainsaw. on your flannel. Get out. I there. was gonna say, I'm picturing like the brawny man as Josh, like with his yeah. axe out back and the flannel <laughs> and the suspenders and going. Nah, at I'm it. good. <laughs> nah, I'm good. Work smart, not hard. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty much the same. I got we we found out we're gonna have two house guests and a dog here that are arriving shortly, and uh, we'll be here for who knows how long. So at first I was like, ah, crap! But then they were like, no, put us to work. So I was like, oh, put them to work. So like, there's gonna be a lot of house projects going on, just like Josh said. Um, I don't. Our our evenings are gonna kind of open up. Like we're obviously gonna keep recording. Um, our scout group is still going to keep meeting using like zoom teleconferencing and like try to like leverage that, which will be, it's a new thing that'll be interesting and cool. But yeah, beyond that, it's going to be just sort of figure out what we can do here and, you know, maybe watch some movies and go from there. Kev, what do you, what do you have in, have in store? I think, uh, so I'm pretty excited. Um, I bought, uh, an audio, uh, an audible audio book of, Ian McKellen reading the Odyssey and uh yeah and I'm gonna like every night before bed I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to to a bit of that and just let Sir Ian McKellen just let me drift off into dreamland as he talks about great adventures and old is it Greek mythology I think it's Greek mythology I'm not sure um (laughs) but yeah so I'm, I'm really excited about that it's that and then Riley and I are gonna learn to to hate each other by playing Catane a lot against each other. And so. <laughs> um, you, you went the opposite direction. So you, you went with the Odyssey, you know, classic literature. I went with a new book uh, called The Wanderers by Chuck Wendig on Audible. And it's all about a, uh, a virus that gets uh, oh, spread through America first. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, it was written before, obviously, all this. And it, it's been out for about a year. And yeah, I was like, this is a good time to read that book. I don't know why I thought that, but I did. So it's like 30 hours of plague. So that's going to be fun. Take your since, mind since, off of things. That's good. Yeah. Since we're talking about books, I am currently reading a book called A Paradise Built in Hell, which this happened. I started. Guys, this, you were doing this wrong. This is the I know, wrong I know. strategy. <laughs> I know. Um, I started reading this before this whole coronavirus thing broke out. But the whole idea was that anytime there's like a natural disaster or like a catastrophe, like hurricanes, massive earthquakes, that the people that come out and become so altruistic and just sort of help other people out of the goodness of their heart is amazing. And so you have people that when these catastrophes occur, the catastrophe is horrible, but you often have people that were involved with it look back on the the 
result of that almost fondly because of just the pure humanism that comes out and wants and, and, and you know makes you want to be a good person and help your neighbor not for any other reason than because they need your help and so um it's a really good book. Uh, I've I've enjoyed it thoroughly, and it just so happened to coincide with this. And now the libraries are closed, so I don't even have to take it back. So I'll just like finish it, <laughs> not have to worry about renewing it. There you go. Great. Thinking about yeah. your neighbors, helping them out, right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Suck it, library. <laughs> uh, so, um, so yeah, that's what we're doing. Obviously, let us know what you're doing. Um, and let us know what you think. I mean, like you said, or like we said, if there's anything that you think we could do to help you guys pass the time, soccer related, not soccer related, give us a shout out because we're we're looking for things to do. We're looking for ways, especially to you know incorporate Liz and Laura Ellen and Steve and Justin and get them involved and in doing some stuff. So um, we're open to any ideas. The movies are just sort of the first step, but uh, we're all looking forward to things getting back to normal and, and going from there. Guys, I guess anything else for uh, for this one? We're, we're good? good. All right. Good. Thanks to our sponsor, Roughneck Scarves, official scarf supplier to USL, MLS, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. Tired of the same old uniforms and cookie-cutter templates from Nike and Adidas? Looking for a unique, completely custom kit for your youth club, Sunday league squad, adult, or even pro team? Icarus FC can help you create the kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Let them help you design your new, new custom kit today at IcarusFC.com. I'd plug BGN. There's obviously a lot of news going on, but it's also not a lot of like soccer's happening right now news. So you can go check it out over BGN.fm. There's still, everybody seems to still be podcasting. There are still some great articles that are going out there. We're digging up little tidbits of information. So you can go check that out, BGN.fm. Otherwise, everybody, make sure you stay healthy and safe. And uh, thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you very, very soon. Cheers. Later.